I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is FL 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. So Michael Fry will be on the show later on this morning. He will be playing the Paddy Power Comedy uh, Comedy Festival this weekend. And Cork Sinead Quinlan will also be on stage there. Uh, We caught up with her ahead of her gigs and she told us where she'll be on Thursday and Friday. That starts this weekend, which is lovely. On Thursday, uh, we're on the bleeding massive stage. uh, That's what it's called. So there's Fred Cook, Jason Byrne, Barry Murphy, a lot of people. Then on the... Friday, what even day is it? The Friday, Andrew Maxwell, Dear Joe Kane, like all these names are so iconic, do you know what I mean, in comedy? And I'm like, there's me as well. I'm also going to be there. So yes, it starts tonight and there's kind of a smaller version of it and then it gets really big. Friday, Saturday, sun, 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 because it was roasting in the tent get your shirt off and he stopped the gig and he found the guy who said it and he wouldn't continue until that guy took his shirt off too and it was just like he wouldn't give up and eventually the guy just took his shirt off I'll take my shirt off if you take your shirt off man there's still some tickets available for it if you do want to go so you can you can um, the explosive trailer for All or Nothing, Arsenal, has landed. My money's on nothing. There was one about Spurs, wasn't there? was. There? It's very good. I've only watched a ha- half of it. I only got into it only recently. It's really good. And I'd imagine like anything like this, if you have an interest in football, it doesn't really matter what the club... Well, football, Arsenal. Yeah, I suppose it's loosely there. It's the worst Arsenal team I've ever seen in my life. Thank you very much. Don't worry, guys. I take the blame. They have to feel that we trust them, we have confidence in them, and whatever happens, we're going to defend them. Sorry, it's an upside. I get mad at you, but I want you to be the best. What is more important, guys? The journey or the destination? You know what we have to really care about? The company. I can be Davide from Love Island talking to the lads. It's Daniel Kalila. What's uh, more important, lads? Do the company. The, <laughs> do you want the me or the Ekansu? So, speaking of Love Island, what happened last night? Um, I only saw the last 20 minutes of it. Well, sometimes that's the best 20. A lot of new people went in, so there's a lot of fresh meat now. Is it not coming to the, like, the last couple of weeks? Yeah, now? but I like to keep it interesting. Okay. So there's some guy, hi, I'm Alex, I'm a model. Right, okay. Uh... Adam was definitely oh there was one of the girls who arrived in and he was he couldn't stop staring at her so he'll be hopping from your woman to her I'd say yeah, okay that's yeah unless something mad I think I think the first half was pretty good unfortunately I didn't get to see that but it was about 20 to 10 when I flicked it on and I stayed till the end so um, my theory is they keep the good stuff for Thursdays because you know the way they, they sort of do a best of on a Friday yeah no I don't think it's best of on Saturday so what is that Saturday yeah okay so well, Thursday Friday they want they want everyone going into work on Friday talking about it yeah Pushing you into the weekend. And they want they want you thinking about it over the weekend to go back on Sunday. Then. So Thursday night will be a good episode. Yeah. So that's how it works. Yeah, unless they missed anything, but yeah, fresh meat, that's about the height of it from last night. Uh, and Perry Edwards has called in the big guns to help her return. So they're all gone off. So last day was breaking news. Leanne Pinnock has joined Twitter. It's like, for 15 years too late, love. Joined Twitter, yeah. Yeah, it? seemed a bit strange. And uh, Perry is using uh, Steve Mack. He works with loads of people. Mm. Uh, he did Westlife with it, Flying Without Wings. He did... Uh, is Westlife mentioned again? He so did. Every day now. He worked with Ed Sheeran on Shape of You. He knows how to he does, yeah. do he's, a tune. He's a professional. So Perry is going down that route. Who do you think of the four of them that are left? Well, let's, let's go five of them. Who's going to be the most uh, most popular solo artist? Let's say Harry Styles wins with One Direction, yeah? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised... Uh, 
What's the girl's name uh, who left first? Jesse. Jesse. I'm surprised Jesse hasn't made a bigger go of it. Yeah. I th- think she was good in the group, not so good on the solo stuff. Will Perry be the dark horse? I don't know. Perry seems kind of quiet. I think to carry it off, well, the, the Harry Styles is quiet, but he's very mysterious. He's interesting. So who's the Harry Styles of Little Mix then? I don't think they have one, Jim. <sighs> Sorry to be burnt and blunt. I don't think mm. they have a Harry Styles in the band. Westlife don't have a Harry Styles in the band either. I think Leanne Leanne will be the big one mm. Wait and see Well she's on Twitter now So Let's find out That'll help No tears left to cry in F14 Ariana Grande How are you? Later on this morning I want to bring you a moment In Dublin airport It's getting a lot of grief At the moment And sometimes justifiably so What's, what's it? Uh, but yesterday There was uh, an announcement For a passenger And even the girl Doing the announcement Couldn't hold it together Oh yeah Brilliant. In case you haven't seen I it. I actually haven't heard it, but I've, I think I've heard sort of a bit of it. It's very it's very good. It's pretty good. I saw a guy, it was an English fella, and he was he put up a thing about Dublin Airport, and it was about two weeks ago, and he, he said, don't come to Dublin Airport, it's hell. And he just showed, showed he said, all the water's gone, all the food is gone, there's just queues everywhere, there's nowhere to sit down. And I was like, oh my God. I don't know if that was just that day. It would have been about two weeks ago. I think it was just that day, yeah. Yeah, so it was particularly bad though. Well, was it one shelf? I haven't heard that now. I've heard about queues, all right. Heathrow yeah. also looks pretty bad. Yeah. Um, right, let's have a gander what's going on. Uh, TV is dead in the next t- 10 years, says Netflix. A Netflix boss reckons that streamers will kill off traditional TV within a decade. Reed Hastings, even though Netflix have lost a million subscribers in the last three months yeah, people are cancelling it they're just they're picking what what they want to hold on to when everything's getting so expensive and Netflix is getting very expensive Reed Hastings made the bold prediction despite the streaming service losing a, a million subscribers uh, because of the cost of living people are going on ah, I don't really need Netflix then and they're getting rid of it he warned it's definitely the end of linear TV over the next five to ten years uh, I disagree with him but anyway what now, do I know what's his name Richard Osman so he's uh, you know the guy from Pointless Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's given up pointless now to he's an author he's so you're an author now two of the biggest selling books uh, of the last few years he's he's written a third one now is on the way anyway he's gives you a vibe I bet he's obnoxious oh no I think he's, he's he seems very funny mm. yeah very sound um he is uh, he's a TV producer that's where he started off as right. and um he's always kind of given the real stats on TV viewing yeah and he he would contradict. Mr. Netflix here, he would say that TV is, you know, despite the, the, all the streaming, is doing really well with live live programming. It depends still. what you put out there. If you put out good stuff, people watch it. doesn't matter whether it's live, real time. Look at Love Island. not saying that's amazing tell or anything, but people are choosing and they are the younger end of audiences uh, mm. who are watching TV. They, and, and there is that communal thing where you watch Love Island together and you talk about it the next day. You don't yeah. get that with streaming. No, I've no doubt. I mean, look, it, it will probably continue to reduce, all right, but uh, I, I don't think it's, it's going to die. Yeah. There's, so just, there's a lot more options, but apparently TV is still kicking streaming's ass. So we'll see who wins. Speaking of streaming, we'll uh, see. Nicola Coughlin is going to be the centre of the entertainment in Bridget in season three. The black film that now. So if you're a fan of that, it's all going to be about her character, Penelope, isn't it? Penelope Featherington, Jim. What a great name. Yeah. Featherington. So it's good that she's going to get the front centre stage for that. Mongolia. A peripheral character, wouldn't she? Will you be as successful this weekend as the Galway? That is the question. Or will it be Kerry's day? Older singletons will get a shot at an older style Love Island coming soon. Men and women in their 40s and 50s will go on a retreat. It's probably a juicing retreat or something. And they'll couple up behind the scenes by their kids. Oh God! What's the couple up behind the, the kids? Will help them? No, not no, 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 no. No, so it's like the reverse of uh, your mother helping you date. Yes, exactly. You're, your kids are going to help you yeah. date. Okay, yeah. uh, they're going to hook you up. Uh, bosses on the show want to stage a more mature edition after recent fan criticism that Body Perfect contestants on the normal Love Island are, are too young and have little of interest to say. <laughs> well, that is true. It's going to be called It's a working title But it sounds like It could be called Your mum My dad <laughs> Your ma And they, they hope it to be on TV By 2023 Oh that's good It's going to take it, so long It might be more interesting With people who've lived a bit Rather than just You know Yeah Being hit, be. hit in the gym And there's nothing There's nothing going on exactly, you know? Stand yeah. too close to them You can hear the sea That's next speaking, year Speaking of Love Island There's been some complaints um, About the spin-off show 
that uh, Laura After Whitmore presents. After Sun, yeah. What's the problem? Some comment she made, Laura made about Ekin Sue, and Ekin Sue was, she shared a bed with somebody, but nothing happened, says Ekin Sue, but then uh, some, st- who was ah, it? Something did happen. There was a little bit of a fondle. Well, now you see, this is the complaint. She, the complaint is that some somebody you said. see us. Uh, so Tom Grennan was on that episode, okay. and he said, it defo happened though, didn't it? <laughs> and Darren had Harriet added she had her head well, yeah, we won't go into the, the full <laughs> details she was she lost a toenail down there she uh, false one instead of shutting down the conversation though Laura then asked Cian uh, Welby her opinion and then <laughs> she made comments and uh, there's I'd been 427 complaints about this uh, wow. particular edition so they're saying that they were hinting that she was uh, I don't think that I don't doing stuff she didn't do. I don't think it was that. I really, I, it looked like there was, yeah. Well, it wasn't that. Well, somebody said something on Afterson that's ruffled four hundred twenty-seven feathers. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Yes, by complaint standards. Yeah. I th- so I what are they doing about it? I don't know. I think is that live that show? Uh, I think it's Laura's. It could be a live reaction to it. Yeah. I think it's Laura's job to kind of no, no. Well, look, there's nobody here to. <laughs> she said she didn't, so that's not fair. She can't say. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know if she st- she stepped in quick enough or whatever it is. It happened though, didn't it? I didn't ah! see the episode, so I don't know. Shut up, Tom Grennan. Go sing a song. They've cu- accused her of shaming Ekin Sue on her uh, spin-off show, After Sun. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, if you're in town today, uh, if you do watch the show, speaking of uh, normal TV, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, they're filming all over Dublin, and last night they were in Cafe and Sin, using one of the big blue couches. Are they selling a house here? Um, I don't know. Don't know what to do in that show, Chip. Oh, that's Selling Sunset, isn't it? Yes, that's a different show. Yeah. A different show, yeah. yeah. I can't watch them all. It's 7 15. <laughs> you were one of the first people I thought of when I heard this, to be honest with you, because it's like something you do. Yeah, I, I heard the uh, the scruff part, which made me laugh. I didn't hear the whole thing, though. So, this is an announcement at Dublin Airport. It's, it sounds like the airport's fairly jammers because it sounds like an audience at a comedy gig. It really does. That's. Reaction and to it. so she, it starts with somebody saying "passenger scruff," which just sounds like <laughs> sounds like something you'd name a cat. Is this? I mean, it could be someone's hey, name now. Passenger scruff. I don't know. Like it's an airport, so it could be from everywhere. Okay, let's find out. Passenger scruff. <laughs> <laughs> But who is passenger Screwdo Ludo? Is that actually? W- were people sending in fake? Screwdo Ludo. Now was she just mispronouncing somebody's name badly, or was was somebody messing? Screwdo Ludo. I don't know. But Come on, lads, let's, let's, let's spice up this airport wait. It does sound like a gig. Passenger Screw. Also, have you seen how Ireland has uh, infiltrated the UK in social media with this viral? So there's a fella who reviews protein bars. Have you seen him? No. So there's an Irish guy, and uh, he's oh god, uh, no, and he's like he's into his fitness, he's into his lifting weights, whatever. He's a young fella, yeah. and he says uh, this protein bar. But the way his accent, it's, it sounds like protein bar, right? <laughs> he sounds like a protein bar. No, no, he's he's not. He's good. How right? many grams are in this bar? And he didn't. Re- he didn't mean for this. He's just saying, "Oh, here we go. This is an uh, uh, this is an almond protein bar." Uh, well, I can't remember what accent <laughs> he has. It's not Dublin. It's like it's. Uh, I can't remember what accent he has. Anyway, it doesn't really sound like protein bar to me, but it it does to English people. Now, protein bar has become. It's, it's gone everywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> and people are using uh, people are commenting protein bar on on on, on, on things that have nothing to do with protein bars now it's gone completely viral this guy's video is blown up uk people uh, across tiktok especially are going what the hell is protein bar what is this <laughs> and, you know people who have normal accounts about whatever you know you know fashion or holidays and they're just getting comment after comment saying protein bar it's just become a thing that people are doing and it's just gone mad. Maybe it's don't be a, bro- a protein bar. But like this is, you know, I don't know why this has made Irish people so happy, but it's just a weird thing that went viral in Ireland. And then it's now right across the UK and nobody can actually explain what it's about. It's weird. Sounds like a t-shirt in, in making. Speaking of which, uh, do you remember the Gardaí launched their new light summer gear a few months ago? Do you remember they had like fancy t-shirts? and Oh, yeah. They... they 
everyone was like, is that real? Is that, is that really the t-shirt? It looked like it. Lidl did a, I think Lidl did a, a piss take ad in there. Yes. So they still haven't been able to wear them because they've they've gone past the go live stage. They're meant to go live in February. They're meant to go li- go live in March. And it came to a head this week with the hot weather where they said, we still haven't gone live. What does go live mean? Start I've no, wearing them? I've no the idea. Go live. Yeah. A go live date is still to be announced, leaving many members fuming that they couldn't wear the new outfits made from a lighter material as temperatures soared to more than 30 degrees last weekend. Can you buy them? Well, Lidl were trying to sell them, weren't they? But it was, it was, it was, was a version was of them. Mock was t-shirt? Or was mock it a t-shirt, yeah, no, because the Lidl colours are the same colours as the guy. the way you can get like an FBI yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, you could get, you know, uh, New York City firefighters t-shirt. Yeah. They're, they're kind of cool looking. Yeah, I'd wear a Dublin Fire Brigade one. Yeah, so would I. I don't think I'd wear a guard. It's just, it's just a t-shirt with the logo on it. It's not like, you know, you're not pretending you're a firefighter or a cop. But I think that's probably what they're afraid of. Right. It's Ireland after all. Yeah, but every Irish person who's ever been to New York has bought one of those t-shirts. So every bloke, anyway. Maybe that's also the part of when you're removed from the city, you can't really replicate and try and impersonate. Right. I do like those Dublin Fire Brigade t-shirts of the navy ones with a little crest on it. Can you get them? I wouldn't pretend I'm a firefighter or anything. No, no, of course not. <laughs> anyway, they're all sitting in their lockers, going nowhere. It's not because it hasn't gone live. It hasn't gone live. So when do they make it go live? It's 14 and a half thousand t-shirts sitting there go doing live. nothing like What's What's go live mean? There's nothing to do but going live. The uniforms are just sitting in bags while fellas are sweltering in 30 degree heat out on the beat or on the patrol. On the regular. That's what they call it. It would look so cool in the t-shirts. Uh, I know, yeah, I know. Running down the beaches they in slow motion saying, them. pick up your rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, those everyone who upended Borough Beach, yeah. you've now caused an entire different traffic management system. Do you, do you really think they care? Even the residents, and by the way, I'm like you, ha- you can't really feel sorry for the residents around Borough Beach. They're multi, multi-millionaires, but still. It's the other people use it. Because of that, I know, it used to be very handy for Rock the Dog. Because of that now, they can't even drive into their own driveways the way they used to. People who leave bottles on beaches and, and full nappies and barbecues don't really care what you're saying right now. Oh, they have to move their cars, they big whoop. <laughs> very tough for them driving their Merc down the other way. Yeah, but like... Someone who have worked hard for that, I'm sure, or played the lotto. I don't know. Well, look, you don't you don't have a merc, and you you walk you walk that beach now. So you've inconvenienced Nobby. Yeah, you've, you've inconvenienced Nobby. How can you sleep at night? You've inconvenienced Nobby. He has to go to a different car park now. Ah, look, go enjoy the beach, but just uh, just stick it in the bag afterwards. You know, fairness. Take it with you home. Yeah, they do watch. I was listening to someone being interviewed yesterday. They watch the weather, so they know the people who mind the beaches. They know when the weather's getting good. They watch the forecast and they go. Oh, we're in for it on Thursday and Friday. Extra bins. Yeah, let's, let's bring extra nappies. <laughs> and, no, and no carrier bag, you won't need it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is how another half of the world is uh, is looking this morning. And uh, Michael Fry's in the show today. So if you want some comedy in your face this weekend, he'll tell you where and how and at what time. Rats out, Nobby. Rats out. I saw a rat the other day. You just came out of a... You'd never know where they'd be hiding. Yeah, generally you don't see them during the day. It's very rare. They must be unwell after you see them during the light, daylight. This was a sideways footpath with a bit of a gap. And there's obviously that gaff. You know, they do no one any harm, I suppose. But it's just the tail. It creeps me out, man. It's too long, isn't it? It's too strong. long. Anyway, <laughs> rats should be renamed to stop humans looking down on them, <laughs> according to a French council. What should we call them? Like something cuddly? Well, there is a name. They have a name. Oh. There's an, and there's an old name that is, sounds a bit more sort of friendlier than rats. Like rats has got a bad rep. Rats. Now, I would have rats thought that... Rats the flats. Rats. Is it because of the connotation of, like, talking to the police about about things, or is it because... I don't know which started first, probably the actual rat. Splinter in the Turtles was a rat. He was nice. Yeah, but, like, this, the, who's your favourite? Ratatouille's my favourite rat. Ratatouille's, Ratatouille's a lovely... Ratatouille's are very funny. He's helped, helped the kitchen work very well. I guarantee there's people that don't even like eating Ratatouille just simply because of the name of it. It's absolutely lovely. Ratatouille rocks, yeah. It's great, but it's got a terrible name. Rat. I had a girlfriend and uh, her mother made an amazing Ratatouille and I told her I liked it one day. And man, she used to make it for me all the time. Every so time I'd show up, there'd be a little sort of uh, yeah, bit of Tupperware. This is for Jimmy. This is for Jim. He likes my Ratatouille. I hated you. He was like, he's coming around here. Sniff around my daughter and he gets his own little side dish. Yeah, well, no. I, Hate it. He liked me as well. Uh, anyway. Rats are regularly eaten in Cambodia. Uh, they're eaten, are they? Well, well, anyway. Yeah, like they eat them. Uh, parts of the Philippines, Indonesia, Thailand, Ghana, China and Vietnam all eat rats. 
They said that rodents are victims of human prejudice and now the new name would remove the stigma that affects them. Right, so the fellow on the French Council responsible for the animal welfare and pest control and in Paris. Now, Paris have serious rats. All the drains, all the sewers. Mm. Serious rats. That's where Ratatouille comes from, isn't it? There's a photograph here of a food vendor selling freshly barbecued field rats alongside a highway just north of Bangkok. Anyway, he, he, he said that they should call them Sermilots. Sermilots. Exactly it's it? a really old name for rats. And he said, look, we should call them Sermilots because rats is such a bad rep. We should change the name, make them sound more cuddly. Because all they do is spread disease. Yeah. So that's not too bad, is it? Rats and bats. Look at the mess we've been in for the last few years. Oh. It was starting in a lab. All right. Uh, our taste for rodents goes back many centuries. And uh, even some Polynesian regions used to eat rats. Polynesian region. Including the uh, Maori people of New Zealand. In pre-European times, the New Zealand South Island was a major source of kior, which was preserved and eaten in vast quantities, normally in early winter. But the photographs of them laid out on the table. But I don't care what barbecue sauce you put on them. It looks absolutely minging. Um, well, you know, if it was, if it was prepared by uh, people who knew what they were doing and you were hungry enough, you'd probably go for it. Equally, there could be parts of the world where they, they go, they eat cows over there. Jeez, that's disgusting. Yeah. There is that too. I wouldn't. Would you? Would you try it? No. A rat? I'll answer for both of us. No. I, I don't know. I don't think so. But if I was really, really hungry and uh, people who cooked it knew what they were doing... Then I'd, I'd consider it. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be thing. I didn't know it was such a big thing. Like if you Google rats, countries that eat rats, there is a very big rat rabbit hole on the internet. A rat rabbit hole. Yeah. You don't want a rabbit in your a rat in a rabbit hole. <laughs> but this could be handy. Five ways you know you're eating rat meat. One, you're in Asia. Two, it smells like rat. What does a rat smell like? I've never got close enough to smell what a rat smell. They like. don't smell good. You've never got good. Well, the, the rat that I, the, the rat that I killed. Stick. The rat that I killed the with the mop. I killed him with the mop. Yeah, I got rid of him, but then I did come across some dead rats, and they, they didn't smell good. And the birds were sorting that out. It tastes like rat. They have a distinctive taste. It tastes delicious when brushed with a moonshine glaze or a barbie or a barbecued. It looks like lamb. I don't know where you're where you're going down this. I was I can't saying, stop. It's the name that they're thinking of changing the name. Nobody said anything about eating rats except you. <laughs> you just plucked that but out of the sky. Put them on a stick like a little chocolate marshmallow thing, like to make it all. All right. Well, anyway, a six me special, K. <laughs> it's very early in the morning. <laughs> it's a nice, cuddly name, though. I like it. Uh, on F one Four's dish, the dirt, the new bombshells arrive in Love Island, and Halloween ends. The trailers here. Uh, Halloween. Ooh. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Billy and Summer are dumped from the VIP party in Love Island. Uh, when Laura arrives, you know something big is going to go down. And tonight, it was a surprise dumping which saw, well, last night, we saw Billy and Summer say goodbye. I feel like it's been coming, you know, I've been single. But it's been a fun journey for me. Like, I've made friends for life, even though I didn't find love in here. Um, so, yeah, it's been really fun for me and it's something I'll never forget. Oh. You know, you always feel like you've got more to give and more size to come out of you, but I've made good friends with the boys and girls in here, so you can't complain. Good drama. Push it aside. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. So that'll be House. good. 
Sorry, I'm just playing Love Island Bingo. They, there was two fr- made friends in here. There was f- one called Love in the in the Island, and I got a definitely Journey. Uh, I was on my journey, so that's three. I got three in a row there. That's who are you predicting to win again? Uh, well, I, I Luca, I think did you? Oh, from the beginning, I predicted India and Luca. That was just on paper. Okay. And then from the reaction from everybody, I think it's only fair Ekansu and, and Davide win. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. There's a very good chance. But it all can change. And then last night, all the new, new blood arrived in. How many, was it two boys, two girls? or was it? Nice to meet you. It felt like more than that. Okay. Um, your mom was quick enough to tell us all he was a model. It's more models, what the world needs. India, how's things with you then? And Akin? And Akin, well, we are doing well uh, recently. Uh, it's been hard for me at the beginning because I'm, usually I don't give a second chance, uh, you know. The fact that Davide took um, Lacey and Natalia on a tour, deep down I was like, how f***ing dare you? But then I was like, Ekin, I'm not Brazilian and I'm not Mrs. Lacey, but I'm a Turkish delight. Everyone <laughs> seems quite strong actually coming yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they seem strong. Also, but also before Casamur, everyone seems strong, and then yeah, you, know, you know what happens. So. Yeah. Now one of one of been on ages, like. No, they're not allowed to watch it. Even, even the. No, they're putting the put, No, they're putting uh, witness protection, and they're not allowed to see anything. Witness protection. Wow. Tom Hardy's explained how he came up with the voice for Bane. So uh, the character of Bane is going to be uh, was a, a Latin origin. Sorry, now I don't want to discredit them, but if we can all pretty much do a Bane voice, it can't be that hard. No, well, so it's a Latin origin, the character. So he said, "I'm not Latin." So he went and found a guy called Bartley Gorman, who's a Romany gypsy and uh, went and met him. So here is Tom Hardy doing an impersonation of Bartley Gorman, who inspired Burn. A man called Bartley Gorman, who's a Romany gypsy, huh. uh, and the king of the gypsies in inverted commas, and a bare-knuckle fighter, huh. and a boxer. And uh, he said, when I get into a ring with a man, and all he wants to wipe me off the face of the earth, and all he wants to kill me. When I get men in front of me, they try to kill me. They try to wipe me off the face of the earth. And the men behind them shouting to them, kill him, kill him, kill him. So, you know what I mean? There ain't no referee going to jump in. Oh, he's got a cut over his eye. You know what I mean? Uh, stop it. There's a cut over his eye. There's no stop it. Not if he ripped my heart out. They wouldn't stop it. Oh, rip my heart out, Batman. Will the Instagram questions be easy today? Yeah, but there will be some that are easy. And some that people say were too hard if they don't know them. Just like every day. Yeah, well, well, maybe I think what he, I suppose we didn't know what Bane was going to sound like. Tom Hardy created it, and now we've copied him. So yeah, well, I don't think Bartley sounds like his Bane. I think his Bane. Oh, really? is, that's a great voice. Mm. <laughs> All you have to do is sound kind of like a dog yawning, and just do kind of that. Tell your bloody head off. Today, of course, is Thursday. Yes. If you work in an office, you might notice that the office is kind of quiet during the week for a lot of people working from home, WFH. But on Thursdays, it seems to be the most popular day for a lot of people to show up. Yeah. And when they do, they don't mind rubbing their rubbing your noses in it. Hi, Brian. Hi, Elaine. How are you? Good, yeah. Happy Thursday. Oh, no. What? I just realised... <gasps> It's Wafutu Day. Wafutu? Yeah, the day the work from home guy turned into Wafutu. Works from office on Thursdays only. Oh no! How are you doing, lads? How's it going? Are you well? It's great to see you in the flesh <laughs> rather than, like, you know, on the 2D screens. I even as always, you know, see you every Thursday. How are you doing anyway? All right? Yeah, Grant, Grant. Oh, I'll find Oh, I see they fixed the aircon in here anyway. Mm-hmm. Lovely in here now. Do you know where it's got great aircon? My right. back garden. Oh, yeah, right. you know during those Zoom, Zoom meetings, I uh, I'm in the shade sipping a nice uh, tea. Except Thursdays, of course, when I come in here, but uh, I'm roughing it. You know, we're coming in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. figure that out. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good to see you anyway. Da, 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 da. Did you see this morning we're filling Holly yesterday, lads? No, no, we were just working. working. Yeah, oh yeah, so was I. I was working from home, but like I mm. see it on Mondays, Tuesdays, uh, Wednesdays. Then Thursdays I come in here, and then I see it on Fridays as well. So today's actually my weekend starting. 
you know. Well, right. uh, yeah. yeah, yesterday Phil was talking to a flat earther, and then Phil and Holly were laughing in the kitchen because the Italian chef, uh, he was doing, he was making sandwiches, and he said uh, he, he said he likes big baps, and then Phil and Holly were laughing. They were mm. <laughs> that was so funny. Like I watched Phil and Holly, and I moved the mouse off my laptop with me foot. Right. Good. Yeah. Very that's good. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you want to go and get, make a coffee? Yeah, Brian, yeah. coffee great. Yeah. I make coffee at home uh, when I'm working from home at WFH. I make it on my coffee machine. I bought one actually at the beginning of all this. And uh, the coffee's great. It's actually better than here because the water's coming from a tank with rats in it. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got like yeah. purified water at home. Being at home's great, isn't it? Sorry, are you wearing pants? You forgot to wear pants. Yeah, like, so, basically, I've got so accustomed to walking around in my underpants, I hope you don't mind, Elaine. Um, right. You don't mind, do you? Yeah. Um. Let's, 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 HR, let's, let's talk to you. Do you know about, I, I'm listening now for doorbells, I keep waiting for, like, DHL man to deliver me stuff. Yeah. Mm, <coughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you, are, are you popping into that, that meeting? Yeah. Do you know what's not too bad, actually? The traffic, especially Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Fridays, because I don't have to come in here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that, do you? Yeah, we do. Well, listen, I'm going to go talk, say hello to everyone. By the time I get round to saying hello to everyone, it's time for me to go home. So I'll see you in a minute, all right? Uh, yeah. You need to change your jocks. <laughs> wake up, wake up, good morning, yeah. I the Strawberry Alarm Clock. <laughs> FM 104. <laughs> questions 60 seconds 1000 euros fm 104's instagram with misquote.ie committed to delivering great value car insurance see what you can save at misquote.ie helena lives in terran europe but she's originally from kulak did you win the lotto <laughs> no i just have to get out of the ghetto you know yourself <laughs> <laughs> right so you're in bed at the moment I am. I just woke up, but what a call to wake up to. I know. So, what time do you start work at? Because you're working from home. So, like, is it nine o'clock? Once you turn on the laptop, you're 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 in. Oh, I'm supposed to start at ten, but to be honest, like, if I win this now, straight to drum and get rid of it as soon as possible. What do you do? Uh, oh, I can't say. Oh. Okay. If you if you went to Dundrum, <laughs> what's the first shop you'd head to though? I don't know. I think, uh, honestly, like, it's a bit dire at the moment. I am going to get a few knickers and pennies, but, like, <laughs> after that, I might get some nice jewellery or something, you know, splurge a little bit, but the essential first. Hit up Bershka, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do new, new, new chaps, why not? And uh, you're heading off to Rome um, in a few weeks with your fella. Yeah. Have you been before? No, I haven't. I'm right. so excited. It's a magic place. Well, enjoy that. Hopefully, you'll have a thousand euro to spend in Rome. I, I keep it now. Give Dundrum the swerve and keep it for Rome. Oh, stop! I now imagine like all the peace I can get. Right, come on. I want to be rolling home. The last window. <laughs> okay. All right. Calm down. Calm down. Right, no, I qu- can't calm down. Thousand euro. Okay. I know. I know. It's great. Yeah, you don't see you don't see presenters on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire saying, "Calm down, <laughs> calm down." Do you? You ready then? Let's do it. Right. They better be good now, Helena, after all this. Well, they better be easy. Some build up. Or what? Or the what? The game starts in. Sketches from Kulak. Oh, yeah. One. At a wedding, what is the name of the bride's lead bridesmaid? Maid of Honor. What confectionery uses the slogan, Taste the Rainbow? Skittles. In Family Guy, what's the name of the Griffin's dog? Brian. Which sport uses the term leg before wicket? Cricket. True or false, Ed Sheeran has a Puss in Boots tattoo. True. Which season is this current season of Love Island? Sixth, seventh or eighth? Eighth. Professor Noel Fitzpatrick is better known as what? Don't know. If you see an IRL sticker on a car, it means it's from Ireland. Where is a car with a letter D sticker from? What country? Denmark. Who is who did England beat in the UEFA Women's Euros last night? Oh God, uh, France. And who had a hit song with "Shake It Off, Shake It Off"? Taylor Swift. Correct. Well, Helena, you did very well. 
What do I guess? Go on, come on, give me a few more. Come on. A few more? Only ten questions. What do you mean a few more? I know, but how was I supposed to get the ones I didn't know? Did you do that? You're leaving there as well. Say, can I have a few more? No, because I actually did well at that. So do you think if, if you get seven, we should ask you 13 questions so you can uh, get a total of ten? Uh, seven is very, very good. It is very what good. One that wrong? Did she get seven? She no. got seven, yeah. Okay. Oh, come on, give me 700 you, you, you get relax, the first. Relax, calm down, calm Get the down. first um, six right. Actually, I think I'm going to have a, a Instagram cliches, right? So when people say, uh, can I get 700? We're going to have a, an alarm that goes off and they lose a point. So, well, so, for God's sake. I'm only right, joking. I'm only so joking. Love Island, as we know it today, started in 2015. There was Celebrity Love Island in 2005, 2006. No one seems to remember it. Right. And they were celebrities. Right. So, okay. not really the same. Maid of Honor, you got the first six right in a row. We thought, here we go. Maid of Honor, Skittles, Brian, oh. Cricket. Uh, it was true, Ed Sheeran has Puss in Boots uh, as a tattoo. And a bottle of Heinz ketchup. Uh, it is the eighth season. No Fitzpatrick, yeah. the super vet. Oh, for God's sake, I don't like animals. You what? don't like well, animals? Oh, hang on. I, I, just, yeah. I just cut her off. Good luck. She says she doesn't like animals. Well, once she's shouting... Two I don't mind the shout. She's excited. Uh, no, I yeah. can't believe I cut her off because she doesn't like animals. But I actually did. It was just a natural reaction. I was just like click. Yeah. No, I think you're right there. <laughs> oh, we're giving her the answer to a question. I don't like animals. You don't, I don't get... like animals. Look, Nobby's finger slipped. Unfortunately, it didn't. It we... didn't. I was, I was conscious. She got seven. Uh, Deutschland is well, the D on the dirt and the. <laughs> yeah, D is for Deutschland. Uh, England beat Spain and Taylor Swift shook it off. So she got seven. Good luck to you. But she doesn't like animals. She doesn't so. like animals. For that reason, I'm out. Yeah, no, she's gone. She's definitely gone. I definitely clicked her, all right. Did it's we do the wrong thing there, everyone? It's 8.19. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like animals. Instagram's back later on today. See you in Rome. <sighs> so Liz has been talking about uh, what Harry Styles smells like when you're up close to him, if you ever wondered. And also, if she was putting a dream team together to reboot... The Lady Marmalade, you know. The Lady Marmalade Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Harry smells very good. He smells like soap. <laughs> Whatever soap he uses, it smells like that. Like, it's not a cologne or a deodorant thing. It's very, like, whatever soap he showers in. Every time I see him, I'll be like, you smell like soap. Because he really do. He smells fresh and clean. I've thought about this so many times. If I were to redo Lady Marmalades with the Goyles that are out now. I would say me as Missy, SZA as Maya, <laughs> Doja as Little Kim, yes. and that's Ariana Grande as Christina Aguilera's part. And we would be fierce. What about Pink? Yeah, but she's recreating. But she didn't mention who Pink... Oh. Pink was in it. Don't forget Pink. I don't who would you have as Pink? Would, don't want to make an enemy out of Pink. Who'd be Pink? Cardi. She already has Cardi in. She said Doja. Does she have Cardi well? in there as well? Maybe. Anyway, uh, Daisy Edgar Jones is back in Ireland this week because Where the Crawdads Sing is out on Friday. She was here to uh, attend the premiere in Dublin this week. It's pretty Crawdaddies and so on. I could have launched it there. Exactly. Um, and we asked her what was her experience like in that movie. It was It was actually not cold, but it was incredibly dirty. Yeah, it was It was very dirty. And um, I had a scene where I had to sort of do this like very romantic kiss underwater but um, the reality of it was that we were just sort of exchanging dirty water <laughs> between each other. It was disgusting. <laughs> Looks really good on camera, but um, wasn't so pleasant to actually film. She's in a dirty, marshy swamp in one scene. Speaking of uh, water, water. everyone who's famous uh, likes to go sea swimming here now, including Harry Styles. And uh, would she ever do it herself? And any stories? I haven't. I haven't. My granddad did uh, years ago, got pneumonia, so I've always been fearful too. Um, he did Sorry. the Christmas swim in the sea. Um, so yeah, but I I should I want to, but it, um, yeah, it was it wasn't too cold in in Louisiana, so that's good. Was he all right, Granddad Edgar Jones? And she tried to get in a photo, you know, the the massive billboard of the, of the movie with her parents in New York, but she kept missing it. <gasps> really funny. My parents came to to visit. They were with me when I was in New York for the premiere and things, and we were like, oh, let's go and see it. Cause, so we <laughs> we went to New York, which is very loud, obviously, and the sound was very hot. So we were all sweating. Anyway, we found the poster, but it, it was up on the screen for about three seconds. So we'd be like, take a picture. And then it would like, <laughs> it would, we kept missing it. Finally, we got a picture and it's us looking really sweaty with it in the background. So it's not a very good picture. And then just as we left, it was up for ages. We're like, oh, God. 
So India has messed up here big time because this is big. This she is... she called Dammy Deji's name, Deji's name. Oh dear, Scarlett. Billy was the first conversation I had at Casa Amor. Oh yeah. And we did get along. We did have a good chat. Mm. Deji pulled me. Sorry. <laughs> what? what? Well, she just called him Deji. <laughs> oh, f whoops. Huh. It's only as bad as you make it seem. Exactly. Honestly, I, you're nothing like you know it's not. Yeah, but why is Deji in your mind? He's not. To pour you a drink. No, it's because he was just, literally, I was walking, I was looking over there and I just went there. So oh, yeah. Sometimes these things happen. Nah. Honestly, it's, it's not. Yeah, okay, guys, okay. Mm -hmm. He's going to give Deji a wedgie now after that. Well, awkward moment, isn't it? It's kind of awkward, yeah. Your your on off Love Island misses caught you someone else. And if you look, if you're missing Bridgerton, season three is uh, filming at the moment, and season three will all be about centering on Nicola Coughlin's character, Penelope, Penelope Featherington. So that's great for her, huge. Really is. So, yeah, massive news. I Finally, they'll come at the end of the year again. Football documentaries. I haven't seen a bad one in, in recent years, and there's even one coming soon. About Arsenal. It's the worst Arsenal team I've ever seen in my life. Everybody sues me. Don't worry, guys, I take the blame. They have to feel that we trust them, we have confidence in them, and whatever happens, we're going to defend them. Sorry, it's an outside, I get mad at you, but I want you to be the best. What is more important, guys? The journey or the destination? You know what we have to really care about? The company. What did this arson appear at all? I know, you would have been long gone. So it's a, it'd be kind of like the opposite of Dream Team. What <laughs> <laughs> <Or> a nightmare. <laughs> it's 8.49, you leave Arsenal fans alone. Dublin's F4, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Our next guest used to be the guy who did the funny songs of famous... Irish sayings on the internet he's gone much further than that he's now an actor he is now a comedian and now he's performing at the Paddy Power Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens good morning Michael Fry good morning guys how are you did you have all those skills that Jim has mentioned there or did you acquire them recently since we last spoke to you uh, I think they were always there uh, lying dormant uh, I yeah I've only done stand up for the last two months I would say so I've only done like four gigs so far, but it's been fun. Right, tell us about the first gig, right? So just let's let's go back. You're about to go on stage. Who's introducing you? Emma Doran. Emma Doran, she great, is, brilliant. Uh, very experienced comedian. That was good to be uh, in her hands, basically. So it was myself and the wonderful Killian Sunderman decided to do our first uh, gigs together. Yeah, it was great. I was, I was very nervous, though. As in, like, I went past uh, Houston Station on the way to the gig, and I was like, oh, what if I just... What if I just got out of the taxi and got the train to Cork and was never seen again? You know, <laughs> do the gig. But um, but you yeah, did it. No, you jumped out of the plane. Yeah, <laughs> it was fine. I really, really liked it. I thought I'd hate it. I thought I'd do one and be like, okay, this isn't for me. But actually, I think it might be. So it was fun. Great. It's because there's so many uh, comedians that have sort of found their voice through social media and now are showing up on stage, which is great to see. Is it is it that much of a transformation? I mean, funny's funny, right? Yeah, I guess uh, the rhythm of your performance on stage is very different because yeah. you have to make sure that everybody hears your joke. They can't watch you again, if you know what I mean, like they can on the internet. When I did my first gig, I was trying to trying to rattle everything off and I wasn't leaving time for the audience to kind of breathe yes. and laugh a bit, you know? So it is different in that way. And is there any, look, when you get a, any, any job, really, um, you, you get some level of training or you work alongside somebody... How does that work in, in the comedy world? Like, does someone have to convince you to, Michael, you know what, you'd be really good at this. Why don't you give it a go? Yeah, I, I think it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I think I might be good at this. And my agent, to be fair to her, was just like, well, go and do it then. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, and she booked, booked the gig and everything. So I was like, okay, I needed that. I needed somebody to push me or I'd just talk about it forever and not do it. Yeah, and I mean, like, once you've got a bit of stage time, the more stage time you get, the the better you'll get. The more relaxed you'll be on stage, and that. So, but you're still fairly fairly brand new to be doing a comedy festival. So this this is fantastic. It's good. It's good. I've, I'm supporting some really good people. So I've I've got Tony Cantwell the first night, and then I have Foil Arms and Hog oh, wow. in the biggest tent they have. Uh, I think it's like so Sunday afternoon. So, uh, yeah, that should be that should be interesting. 
That'll be great. I would say Foil Arms and Hogs crowd would be perfect for you because they have such an online presence as well and they're kind of that clever comedy too. So it's a perfect marriage there. Yeah, I think it'd be a nice crowd, which is good. Yeah. I haven't had I hadn't had a haven't had a nasty crowd just yet. Uh, I haven't had to do open mics or anything like that. So I haven't had to deal with I don't know, a stag dude from Essex or whatever. <laughs> they won't be able to find the Ivy Gardens. No, you'd be grand. And I'm just looking, like, there are some of the nights that are low availability in some of the shows, but there's lots. There's lots of availability for other things. So I've, I don't think I remember as many comedians in one place in Ireland. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm really excited to meet everybody and be there all at once with everybody else. And have you been to the, the, this festival before as a punter? No, I haven't, actually. Okay. I haven't. Um, it was one of those things I always wanted to go to, and now... Now we're going right, <laughs> in well, a look, very different way. It's, it's one of the, I think it's one of the, the best weekends in Dublin of the whole year. It's just incredible. It's just lots and lots of really funny people, lovely crowd, people eating and drinking in, in between the shows and then just snapping up tickets for anything that's available. It's absolute cracking. And you'll be in the VIP section with all the talent. But I, I wouldn't expect anyone to recognise me because I am... A clown from the internet. You'd be surprised. Of, You'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh, I think. That's, that's the biggest place to be a clown these days. I got. Uh, I've. <laughs> be, I've had people from Northern Ireland and England, and I think even a, a friend of mine in America who has sent me links to your stuff. So you're uh, you're much better known than you realise. <laughs> yeah, I think WhatsApp and those things. I don't. I can't track those. Yeah. So I have no idea where, how far, where anything's gone. You know, that kind of thing. I have no concept of how many people have seen my face. Yeah. Well, look, and also you, you've, you've dipped your toe into the acting world as well uh, recently. Is there any more of that coming up? There's a bit more of that coming up, yeah. I, I can't talk about it just yet, but I was filming something there for about five weeks. And then I've also been doing kind of some voice acting kind of stuff. So I have my own show on uh, BBC Sounds where... I do all my sketch comedy but just you can't see me there's a couple of other people who do that show with you is there Sean Burke in there with you Sean Burke is in there with me my ride or die I'd bring him anywhere he's brilliant yeah. and Kira Knight who I used to work with and then Mary Flanagan who is a comedian from Northern Ireland so quite a mix of people but it's it's yeah it was a ton of fun to write and to do and I had the best laugh at them you know because that's what I used to do at work with Kira and Sean is an absolute genius so yeah I hope it comes across how much fun we had when we're listening to it well you know? that's fantastic and like to be doing comedy on the BBC that's where like the biggest names have started so on BBC radio so a good place to be absolute childhood kind of dream yeah. levels of stuff I also might notice Michael recently on your, on your Big Dirty Fry uh, account you sampled the new Tato Cola crisps what in the name of God very strange yeah there's like, um, there's like a limey you were you were on your holidays gym so we sampled them on air yeah we thought they weren't real but they actually are kind of weird it's, yeah it's like your brain is expecting a cola bottle because it tastes exactly like one and then you're hit with potato so <laughs> very very weird and and not not great a weird experience well look Michael Fry will be performing at the Paddy Power Comedy Festival July 21st to 24th in the Ivy Gardens if you, if you haven't planned to go go it won't rain good to talk to you again Michael good to see you guys could be a wedding song couldn't it uh, it could be or 21st birthday 21 reasons for a kiss a mooch 21 reasons why I do Although a mooch off your auntie's not really the same. I don't think people mooch their aunties. I'm sure it's happened, Jim. We can't that's, say that's so. Where did you go from? We can't say. 21 reasons why I do to mooching your auntie. Like, you're just deciding what, you're just plucking stuff out of we, the, the air today. We've all seen these Dear Mary stories. I we started talking about, they changed the name of rats, you started talking about eating rats. I started talking about weddings, you started talking about mooching your auntie. What is wrong? Sorry. Are you on holidays already? No, no. Says your man <laughs> Mooching your auntie Yeah <laughs> Do, Is that still a thing at 21st Where people queue up Ah yeah you have to Yeah Especially well, over the last few years You know Probably not though You know Yeah I think it's still th- Ah it's definitely still a thing Is it Yeah I'd say so Yeah but your your auntie doesn't queue up It's all the eligible Anyone can queue up And give you a hug and a, and a, and a kiss Yeah no, it's well, just you it's get, not, No it's you get the 21 kisses No yeah. So yeah, if, it's, yeah, if yeah. the girl's 21st There's 21 boys Queue up and give her a kiss But there's nothing to say Her uncle can't be there And give her a peck of yeah, the cheek Yeah your uncle doesn't get in the queue For that That's 21 kisses yeah, I don't know You get the 21 kisses In the one night yeah, But it's, not, it's the, not the shift 21 times though It's not though. shifting No <laughs> It's certainly not shifting Of course not father 
No, it's you get a peck. Yeah, from exactly. the twenty-one boys. But that's what I mean. It's all very respectful because it's respectful and pecking. Then it could be a family member, is what I'm saying. Okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, sure. That was Is our auntie. Did you have a 21st do? I can't remember. Did I? You can. Yeah, you can. I can't remember. You'd remember if you had a 21st. Not really into big parties with people. Yeah, but you'd remember if you did have one. Don't think I did. I had a kind of a, a pub crawl. Yeah, that's, that'd be more like it, all right, yeah. 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 Well, it wasn't a pub crawl because we're in, we're in a pub and uh, we're at the back of the pub and nobody could find us. So half the people couldn't find us. You'd end up in a room with, uh, you know, a load of cocktail sausages and... 50% people you don't even like I wouldn't recommend it and your auntie Georgina is winking at you unless she's how are you Nabby but she wouldn't your auntie Georgina wouldn't be that old if you were 21 Jim you've made Georgina sound like she's on death's door no she's just she's a heavy smoker she's on the vapes she's on the vapes how are you Nabby she's trying to get off them is it time for the cure up yet Luke <sighs> I am your auntie <laughs> okay uh, I don't know the last few minutes have been brought to you by a strange place yeah, we went there. Um, now let's 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 come let's bring it back. Let's go back into the room now. Three, two, one, and back in the and room. And it's time for a break. I have one four. Louis Tomlinson was on uh, Australian Telly, Channel Ten, and he's kind of the quietest from the band. He's kind of the most laid back. Well, I think I think Niall's my favourite. Why are you doing Australian accent? Don't tell me. Because he's on Australian television. Okay, I thought you were going to say he's done a bit of a lean. No, no, no. So he's on Channel 10 and they're trying to find out about what what, they, what does he think of his, his former bandmates. Okay. And uh, he, he handles it straight in. Straight in. It's like, oh, you're fishing already, are you? <laughs> hey, uh, Louis, there's been, there's been a bit of uh, 1D beef recently thanks to, thanks to Liam who's been speaking out about the band a little bit. When you look back on your experience with the band, how do you feel about those those days oh so the fishing's begun already <laughs> um yeah i see what you're doing no listen I'm, I'm 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 immensely proud as i know as i know liam is um i'm immensely proud of those days obviously i mean you know it was an incredible thing to do and especially at such a young age but amazing memories man amazing memories Louis, when you say, oh, the fishing's begun, I imagine it is so annoying having to answer retrospective questions like that. I'm genuinely interested. How much do you want to talk about that time in your life to the media versus how much you never want to have to talk about it ever again? No, good, good, good question. I mean, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about it in every interview. You know, I'm, I'm, that's something I'm immensely proud of, as I'd already said. Um, it's just when you mentioned the beef before, it sounded like you were getting ready to stir some shit up. That's all I'm saying. No, no I'm, I'm not, not a stirrer, right. Louis. Do I look like a <laughs> stirrer? <laughs> His uh, net worth is 70 million lids. Who is? Li- Louis. Louis. 70 million. I love that he's just, you know, fading away for the moment, just taking stock. Fading away? Why You're wouldn't you? Too right. You're like, why? why? 70 million. You've done your 10 years of graft. You're 30 now. You can retire for the rest of your life. Oh, these guys get bored. You know, to keep oh, doing yeah. the chins. Wait, Just wait till you get bored, I mean, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Wait. Play a bit of golf. 70 million. You know, feck around with some Tesla shares. Buy a bit of Bitcoin. Lose oh, it all. Please don't listen to Nobby Louie, whatever you do. <laughs> no, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> certainly not. I'm certainly not. I don't own Nobby's nuts. And I'm not a financial advisor. Do people, does anyone think you really own Nobby's Nuts? Venetia, who we work with, only bought me a packet last week. Did she think you own the company, though? I don't think so, no. I don't think so, no. Oh, well, some people do, though. They think you own the company? I always pretend I've never heard it. Right, Because then to, I get more nuts. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily, and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.